0: Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth, straight up.
1: I'm Julie Hayden, and I'm working with
0: An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a
2: highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie show.
1: Party Friday, everybody. Chuck Bonniewell and Julie Hayden here, The Truth Straight Up Show, brought to you as always by HappyTrees.co, great full-service tree company, along with Denver Synogenics and Dr. Julie McKellen. And we are excited to have a new sponsor, Dr. Jack Schaefer with Mountain West Wellness Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine. He's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour uh, to talk about his business, but uh, I cannot recommend him higher. Um, Chuck is with us. Chuck is calling in on the road. We are Going to attempt something at the bottom of the hour, never attempted before on live broadcasting. We're going to try to hook Chuck and Randy Corbyn up to meet because Randy is Chuck's ride. He's been Chuck's ride. Chuck is just a little A-lister these days, Chuck. You met Kyle Rittenhouse a couple nights ago. Now you're going down to Pueblo with Randy to meet Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, and a whole host of folks. Um I, I you're doing well in the traffic, I take. You're joining us by phone. Chuck? Uh oh. Now Chuck is gone. So, oh, this is, this is not going to go well. Chuck, if you can hear me, call back in. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened. So, okay. Well, Chuck's phone may have died. He's still on the line. Okay. Well, if, Chuck, if you can hear, maybe call back in. Um, but we do have, oh, okay. So we're going to try to get Chuck. Chuck, uh, he'll tell us about Chuck, are you him. Still there? I don't hear Chuck. He um, was uh, had a great event at the Rocky Mountain Gun Owners event. Went and got to meet Kyle Rittenhouse. He said he was just a heck of a nice guy. Um, and it was great to meet him. A lot of support there. Um, and as I said, he's going down to um, Pueblo for uh, another, I think it's a, a, a Reagan dinner, a Republican gathering. But Matt Gabes, um Lauren Boebert are going to be there. And um, Chuck and Randy uh, Corporan, And thanks to Randy for, for being the driver here and, and inviting Chuck along. Are going to be there. Um, yeah, Leo says driving and Zooming, probably illegal in California. But I do see we saw Hey, T.J. if you can see Ron Hanks entered the waiting room on the Zoom conference. And I think if we have Ron there, we were going to start off with Ron. Um, hey, Ron, can you go ahead and unmute? Are you muted?
2: Uh, I think I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go?
1: I'm ready to go, too. We got Chuck theoretically joining us by phone. I have a feeling Chuck may have accidentally muted himself, but I can handle it. <laughs> so former state Senator Ron Hanks, um, the um Highly, uh, by wide margin, elected at the uh, GOP Assembly to be a candidate for for senator, for the Republican candidate for Senate, um, lost in the general election, or the primary election, that is, to Joe O'Day. And I'll just let you go ahead and take it away, Ron. You have caused quite a stir among the rhinos and other usual suspects um, by a letter that you put out, and I'll just let you explain what you put out and why.
2: Well, sure. And I appreciate it. And it looks like I got some sun coming through in the back. I apologize okay, okay. for that. Although we'll take the sun too. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was simply a press release indicating I would vote for Brian Piotter. He's the more conservative choice in this race. In fact, he's really the only conservative choice, Julie. And, uh, you know, I know this from firsthand experience uh, going through the uh, through the caucus assembly and primary.
1: No, and he is the Libertarian candidate. Um, he is, he, yes. Okay. Let me talk to you a little bit. I mean, you know, like I said, the usual suspects we've been hearing all along from people and, and some of the people I respect. I was at a meeting just the other meeting just the other day where Randy Corcoran and sort of speaking in his role as the uh, Republican National Committee person um said you know look he Oh, I'm back I'm
3: oh, back oh, there,
1: there Chuck Chuck yay Chuck is back Chuck you've got Ron Hanks with us on Zoom but you know there's been a lot Fantastic. of talk about people um you know saying okay hold your nose and vote for Joe O'Day because at least he's a Republican um but you address this in your letter and why don't you address it now like why you didn't buy that
2: well I mean I know the guy probably better than most people who are watching this because uh you know we traipsed around Colorado uh in each other's tire tracks as we were going through the uh the primary process uh the guy's not a republican he uh he has donated to more than a dozen democrats including michael bennett you know so to me he looks like a safety valve for the rhino or the uh, hard left democrats that uh have infiltrated the uh the primary process and You know, the guy didn't have the courage, you know, it was political cowardice not to go through caucus and assembly and allow people to vet him and fully understand what his positions were and are and are evolving into. And by the way, they're evolving all the time. There really is no grounding in conservative principles. Brian P. Otter, as the libertarian, demonstrates conservative principles first and foremost he's pro-life yeah. brian Piotr is from conception until birth and there is no such clarity from the uh from the republican establishment candidate uh he he, he believes abortion is, should be legal up to 20 weeks and uh if abortions murder and most conservatives i talk to say it is then some murder shouldn't be permitted just depending on the calendar.
1: You know, and Ron, here's one of my issues with that, too, is because um, I'll be honest, I don't necessarily look at the abortion issue as a total litmus test. But what particularly bothers me, though, about Joe Day's position is it kind of changes depending on who he's talking to. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and I mean, before he apparently voted for a an anti-abortion proposal in Colorado. But now all of a sudden he's running he for signed office. A, he
3: signed a petition. Or yeah. Signed
1: a petition, that's right. Signed but now he's now he's running for for Senate, and all of a sudden now he has his view has evolved, which kind of makes you think. I mean, you know, I granted people's views may evolve, but on the other hand, he hasn't really well, explained his
3: it his, it. Ev- his evolved by the minute. I mean, well, I, yeah. you know, he's been on on uh, uh, lots of shows, and in some he says it's it's you know uh up to the time of birth or for the he- uh, mental health of the of the mother, which means that he's for it still still up to the time of birth. Other times he sets limits and other things. I know Brian Fiat is white, is certainly a Republican. She's running for State House, I think, in, in Well County. In Adams County.
1: And I see well- I- Oh, go ahead, let me just real quick. I see that Brian Piotr had entered the waiting room. Brian, if you could stand by, we may go ahead and bring you up here in a little bit. But let me one of the other things too, Ron, to, with the abortion beyond the abortion issue, and I'd like you to talk about this in your letter. You said, okay, so there's that. Then he's donated to some several pretty uh, left. Candidates, Democrat candidates. Um, He's he was for Biden's Build Back Better. uh, You know, ironically, because it probably benefited him. Why don't you explain that a little bit?
2: Well, yeah, and that's one of the distinctions I made in my letter when I explained why I'm voting for Brian Piotr Is uh, Piotter shows the 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 clarity of of uh, thinking that the Biden. Inflation Reduction Act is inflationary, and so too is the infrastructure bill. Um, The COGOP candidate, O'Day, has no such clarity. He has indicated that uh, one is inflationary and not the other. And I'll tell you one other thing, Julie, that I thought was quite amusing on the campaign trail is, uh, you know, O'Day always talked about uh, he would legislate. Like Joe Manchin uh, has, and Good. you know there that you was back in the that was back in the time when Joe Manchin was somewhat of a a folk hero for standing up to to uh, Chuck Schumer. But uh, the reality is, he proved himself to be a political prostitute that was waiting for the right. best deal. And uh, so, as I said in my letter, in that self-assessment of OJ O'Day's presumed legislative style, I think he's accurate. And I don't think uh, most conservatives want any part of that. You know the. Well, Go ahead. I'm here's,
3: here's some of my what my problems with with what's sort of happening. I've certainly listened to our friend George Brockler and and Christy Burton Brown, the chair of the party, um, saying how how this was cowardly and and uh, unprincipled and and everything else. Except they didn't seem to mind uh, when Dick Wylliams came on georgia show when he came on our show and i like dick but dick said no i'm not going to vote for any of the uh the grassroots conservative and certainly not ron hanks i will never vote for or support uh the republican candidate if it's ron hanks and now they're all in the tissy fit just because you go well okay but but i i think i i like the otter um it's, it's it's pretty much pretty amazing uh kind of One's good for, uh, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, especially when it comes to, uh, Colorado grassroots politics.
2: Yeah, we have a party leadership and the rhino pundits on the media that I think are out of touch with, uh, most grassroots conservatives. They know their radio studio very well. They do not know the 64 counties nearly as much so. And, uh, that is one advantage of having traveled, uh, and also having had the experience in the state house. You know, I have seen firsthand what a weak, unprincipled, soft, squishy Republican caucus can do to ruin our wow. principles and to, frankly, forward the uh, the leftists' uh, principles. So we're in a situation now where we have to decide how many times we're going to get fooled by the Republican Party leadership. And, you know, this is the third cycle now that we have this open primary process, right. which is ruinous to conservatives so, and, and Republicans, frankly, uh, selecting their own nominees. And we had I'm every up, opportunity, up, up. We uh, j- just to finish, Chuck, We had every opportunity after the September 2021 state party meeting in Pueblo to go against that in court. And we would have won but for the cowardice of the COGOP chairman who said she would do it and then back off saying it's non-binding. So that is the fight we are about to have. And I guess my letter may have started a little bit of thought on this.
1: Hey, and let me check before, I, because I just a couple points here. Thank you to Peg Cage, who says if anybody wants to see Ron's letter for themselves and decide for themselves, she has it posted at MyColoradoGOP.org. Uh, Chrissy Burton Brown says we can't say MyColoradoGOP, but we can. It's MyColoradoGOP.org. Um, and Brian's video is up there, too. And Ron, one of the other things, too, or to Chuck's point, I love Colorado Politics, which is sort of ostensibly a conservative-leaning website. This was their headline. Line leading to the link to your to the story about you hanks throws tantrum and lobs grenade into u.s senate race it's like no. when dick wadams was taking these nobody said dick wadams throws a tantrum like right? when the rhinos say they yeah. won't vote for grassroots candidates that's reasonable and saving the republic but when when grassroots say we're not gonna because i think your point is and you said this in your letter look if joe day were actually a republican i'd support him right. but he's not. Right. And did we learn nothing from Kevin
0: Priola?
2: Yeah, right. You know, and what's interesting about this to me, Julie, is um, in the course of my campaign and going around to these different radio shows, um, it was remarkable to me how little going on those radio programs moved the needle as far as anybody reaching out. I think it's a pretty weak audience, I think. Guys like Dick Wadhams are kind of uh, looking at the sunset of their political influence. And it's our time now as uh, grassroots Colorado conservatives to step in. And, you know, we have a big battle ahead to try to reform this leadership. I think that, uh, you know, it's going to be a bloodbath. And let me put yeah. this out there. Um, O'Day, was already going to lose to Bennett He's down 10 to 14 points that may be more than Brian Piotr gets to be honest with you. And I'm being objective on this. Um, So frankly, I think, uh, and I put that in the letter, it's easy enough for people to sound out. And, and uh, you know, I I think uh, I think the case is pretty clear. We have a party that is not representing us. It has abandoned us. And if we continue to allow them to steal the banner, steal the football, and then ask us to support them as our champions, you know, at some point it's on us. And right. here's the here's the thing about uh, my effort. You know, I put in 32 years in the military. I don't need a second career, so I can uh, I can look at all of this. You know. Dick Wadhams might have these grand strategies of what he might have been, might have done, could have accomplished. I look at this as right and wrong. And uh, to me, what we're dealing with, and I don't need another elected position. I did it because it was an extension of military service. Uh, You know, it's so easy to do what is right and wrong when you don't have a paycheck. uh, You're not counting on it. And there's a lot of people in politics that this is a career, this is how they keep their family fed. Right. You don't get as good a representation when a guy's looking at it from a fulcrum of uh, of advancing his career and what's right and what's wrong.
1: Well, you know, and at that we, we point- well, need to I, argue I this. First,
2: you know? I first,
3: you know, I first met Ron on the road as we were traveling the state to, to liberate the primaries from the from the left, um, and he was an incredibly great fighter. I mean, I met him today hey, on this." This is really somebody who, who will have your back when it, when it, when it counts. Um, and he's, he's really a principled guy. Um, whether I vote for Joe O'Day or not, um, I, I can say that I think Ron um, has, has done a principled stand right. uh, because he'll get endless grief from it, from the, from the Colorado politics, from the Denver Post, from the Colorado. Side. They're all the same. They're right. all the same.
2: Uh, and, and I and can—he he stood up. To I, I can live with that, Chuck. If, if it's right, then by God, I'll carry the pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've got somebody has
4: yeah,
1: yeah, got a, wait a couple of things too. I want to point this out too. And then I see somebody sell somebody's raised their hand, and we'll we'll get to some callers coming in too. Um, but I would point out, you know, the 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 rhinos were so dismissive of the grassroots. And way back after the primary, I said, you know, there's gonna come a time when they need us, um, which is they're trying to tell us now. I mean, you got some 202,000 votes in the primary, right? I mean, that's like a lot of that's a lot of people. That was a Joe Day's 251. Um, that's a lot of people who voted for you. This wasn't some minor thing. And and I before we get to the the p- person who'd like to comment, Ron, I agree with Chuck. You could have just shut up, right? You could have just said, you know, do I really need to be dealing with all of this? And and I'd like to ask you why why didn't you? Why did you decide to go ahead and, and write that letter?
2: Well, after uh, the primary, I went out to the um, moment of truth. summit out there by put on by Mike Lindell in Missouri. And, um, you know, election integrity is still a big deal. This party and the uh, national party would have everybody stop talking about it like it will fix itself. And, uh, you know, uh, Brian Piotr is an election integrity advocate, and we all ought to be advocating for it. And what's remarkable to me, too, Julie, is Eighty percent, according to Rasmussen, now think this is a very serious issue, election yes. integrity. It's come up from 60 from to 56, 51 back last year. And uh, our party does not have, and I'm not talking just state party, I'm talking national, does not have the courage to correct. Whoop,
1: you froze there, Ron. No, they're absolutely Right. It- Ron, if you can hear me, you froze their second. That directly impacts okay. the
2: sovereign time from the primary. I had the chance to talk at length with Piotr, met with uh, Piotr, and um, he's, a, he's a better man.
1: Let me see. So somebody has raised their hand. It just says sell, is the only thing I have. Is there somebody there who wants to unmute themselves and go ahead and comment there?
5: Yes, that would be your constitutional okay. conservative Tea Party. <laughs> Patriot, Randy Rhino Corbin. Republican, Rhino <laughs> Republican National <laughs> Committee man, who's, and, who's Chuck's um... ride? We're
1: going to try to unite you guys in this. So go ahead, and all voices are welcome. Well,
3: here well, that I just got off Lincoln Avenue. Where, where is our RNC guy? Where are you parked? Uh, are you here yet? I'm
5: not there. I'm not there yet. So go ahead and pick a spot and tell us. In Ryan fact, that's to... the only reason I'm calling in is just to say where's Chuck? No, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> okay Ryan, well here I'll
2: tell
3: you. Go go east, uh, us, excuse me, go west, and the first uh, turn to the right, you'll see a key bank uh, on the other side of the road and I'm um, in the key bank parking lot.
5: Very All good. Right. I'll grab you. See you shortly. All, all right. right,
1: all right. Then, Ron, never seen before on live broadcast, <laughs> Chuck and uh, Randy are going down to the Matt Gates, lauren Boebert event on in Pueblo, and, and they're going to fight about this whole issue on the way, all the way down there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I, you know, I think, let me ask you this, too. I know, um, you know, when you talk about needing to get the leadership um, of the Colorado Republican Party back on track, I mean, you have any thoughts about getting involved in that,
2: well, I think we have to wait and see what's going on after November 8th. I think um, yeah. we're likely, let's discount or uh, not speak on the state and uh, House and Senate races, but I think what we're likely to see, let's be objective about this, right. not, um, you know, kind of political pundits that are trying to sell us spot. Uh, we'll keep the incumbents, so I think we'll keep Bobert, we'll keep Buck, and we'll keep Lamborn. Yes, um, I don't think CD seven is going to go Republican. It's not very likely that CD eight will go right. Republican, and uh, if it did, the candidate that's in there is pretty pretty soft. So, how are you going to know the difference except by counting Rs on the uh, on yeah. the end? Um, I think it, it's going to take. Let's see how it goes. But, um, you know, it it doesn't look promising. Any red wave that's rolling over this country is going to be in other states. And frankly, if we elect a guy that's to the left of Mitt Romney, that's not much of a general for the red wave and the army that we're building. It's it's a joke.
1: And I agree with you there. And that's my thing, too. It's like, you know, we've been. Randy,
3: Randy is still on the line.
5: Yes, he is. No.
3: Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, would uh, would you like to give a thirty second response to? I was going to go this uh,
5: this, uh, this this session. Ball? Yeah. Well, I definitely wanted to weigh in on this conversation a little bit, and uh, I don't know who else all is watching the show right now, but you all know during the primaries, even though as national committee man I had to maintain neutrality, I never hesitated at meetings, speeches, or on the radio to talk about the distinct differences between um, Ron and, and Joe Day, or between Tina Peters and Pamela Anderson, uh, I hammered on the things that I didn't like without taking a position on the candidate. So, you know, I, I know Ron. I admire him. I respect him greatly. and I. But I, I don't think that it's my position as committee man that is, that is impacting, and I've thought this through a lot is impacting my decision and my position to promote uh, the remaining Republican slate. And, and I'd, you know, there may be a couple of exceptions in there. I'm not going to name them. But with regard to this uh, Senate race, uh, to me, it's a numbers game now. I had Trevor Loudon on my show, and he talked about, you know, the fact that it's, it's us versus communists. I don't think Joe O'Day is a communist. I don't think Joe Day wants uh, our kids sexualized or, or have their their uh, um, hormones messed with. Uh, I don't think he's an open border guy. There's a number of things that I really dislike. He, he is, is an open border guy. He is. an amnesty well, guy. He's an amnesty, for, amnesty, he's an guy. amnesty guy for dreamers. I know. And and, and as time yeah. goes on, it gets worse and worse. But this is a numbers right. game now. We've got the soldiers – you know, and by the way, I, I'm guessing that Ron Hanks got a lot more than 202,000 votes in the primary yeah, topic maybe, for okay. another day. Yeah, but, um, but for me now, there are some great conservative Republicans um, fighting for these Senate jobs. Trump endorsed candidates, uh, several of whom look likely to win to me, and we have to have the majority. So if I have to put up with Joe O'Day for six years and and he can't be moved, he can't be brought forward. But that one seat um, is the difference between Kamala Harris being a tiebreaker or the Republicans deciding committees and um, and who to investigate and future judges. I'm going to suck it up this time. I'm not making this as a promise for any future election, but this time at the point of the tipping point that we're at right now. Um, I'm sucking it up and voting for Joe O'Day.
2: Well, here's an interesting one, Randy, if I might. And that is uh, Ted Cruz is on a uh, bus tour or about to be uh, going around to the various states. Uh, He'll work in Texas. I don't know about New Mexico, but then Arizona, then Utah, then Kansas. Well, it's a bit of a geographical issue here. (laughs) He's going to have to go through at the dark of night. But guess who's coming to work for the, uh, for the, uh, for the statist, uh, George W. Bush.
5: George W. Bush, yep, and I'm aware, man.
2: He's not
1: even coming here, you have to go there, he won't even get on a plane, you have to go to and Texas. I, I,
2: I have to say, I have a bit of affection for George W. Bush, because he was my commander in chief in the global war on terror, and I was intricately... Tied to that and felt like it was. I was really involved. I thought he was the best commander in chief we could have had at that time, but he, as an ex president, has been a disaster. And who is he going to move in Colorado? Democrats hate him, conservatives hate him. If it weren't for Trump, they'd hate him viscerally and on a daily basis. And nobody in the middle is going to be moved by George W. Bush. And that is where this. Uh, just sclerotic GOP is at now, is they are now asking George W. Bush for help. Well, God bless him for all he tried to do in the war on terror, but he's, he, he's out of the picture now with any, uh, as far as any value.
5: Not, not going to move anything, Ron, but going to raise a crap load of money, which may make a difference um, in these last uh, several weeks as the ballots come out.
1: And let me, though, okay, yeah. Randy, thank you. I'm not
3: sure uh, he can ra- raise a crap load of money. He tried to raise money for uh, Liz Cheney, and he raised some, but...
1: Not much. Still, but it, I'd like it, to do, it, though, do now, hey, like Chuck, it. if this is okay, as I saw, and this is, I want to make it clear, this is not the Chuck and Julie show endorsing anything or, or anything like that. Um, but I, do, I did see Brian Piotr was in on the Zoom. Brian, are you still there? If he's still there. I, was I, I am
4: still
5: here.
1: Okay, I was going to say just real briefly, just because you're the person we're talking about here, if you want to go ahead and kind of turn your camera on or, or unmute yourself if you don't want to, if you're not camera ready, um, and just go ahead and maybe just briefly we've got about two minutes here, briefly introduce yourself.
5: Uh, sure, sure. I wasn't expecting to be on. I'm not camera ready. I know ready, you weren't. But uh, <laughs> I, listening into this conversation, I do think that there's a party out there for the rhinos. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Yang is trying to start it. It's where you stand in the middle and, and don't have any principles and can't pick a side of the road. And I, I endorse all of them moving over to Andrew's uh, party and doing whatever they want. Uh, but anyways, I, I'm the Libertarian candidate for U.S. Senate. I'm running on pro-life issues as my first and foremost issue. I'm the best on the Second Amendment. I think the
4: you broke up. Well,
1: okay. Well, okay. So, if, hey, Brian, or um, if you're there, I think we just lost you. I think people, I think Brian knows are interfering with our broadcast here. If folks want to know, I'm sure he has, if, maybe <laughs> if you want to, if you, Brian, want to tap, Good. type in the chat section, your website, and I can refer people to that too. If you want to find out, but it's spelled P-R-R, P-E-O-T-T-E-R. If folks want to check it out on his website. Well, Ron, we've only got a couple more minutes and then we got to okay. let you go. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Um, I guess any final things you would want to want to share or, or, uh, you know, final thoughts on this? Well, not your final thoughts, but final thoughts of the show.
2: <laughs> You're, you asked me that Julie. Um, no, I mean, people were asking me who I was going to vote for people were asking, uh, where have you been, you know? And, uh, and we were going through the recount process. I was involved in that in various capacities, and I wanted that to go through its its processes before I said very much. Uh, I would spoken with uh, Brian Piotr over the summer, and um, I'd agreed to indicate I'm going to vote for him because uh, he best represents my my positions on things. And uh, I'm grateful he's there. And I think uh, with the people that vote for Brian, we now have a number. We have a, a assuming elections that can even be counted on for anything. But we'll have an idea of how many people agree that the Republican Party has abandoned us This is the message. We aren't taking it anymore. You know, it's the old fool me once, fool me twice cliché.
1: No, nope. But you know what? And I got to admit, that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking about. I mean, that's what makes me really take a hard look and give some serious consideration to your letter, because I think we need to, again, you know, you get what you settle for. And if we keep settling for the candidates that the establishment rhinos force down our throats, well, then that's what's going to keep happening. And they don't even win. So, you know, what the, what's the point? Well, I, I,
3: it. I, haven't, I haven't made up my mind. I haven't made up my mind that, you know, I like Randy's arguments. I always admire Ron and his principal stance uh but I want to thank uh, all of you for for coming on this has been a great discussion Ron and and same with Randy and it was good to hear from Brian that's what talk radio uh a podcast anyway is a lot can be a lot of fun
1: all right. And hey, Chuck, before you let everybody go, thank you, Pat Cage. It's www.pioter.com, So that's www.peotter.com. If you want to check Brian out and get more information. Hey, Ron, thank you. I'm sure we will be in touch. I appreciate you coming on. I really well, do.
2: Well, thank you all very much. I enjoyed it, too. So I appreciate the time.
1: All right, thank you, everybody. Um, Chuck and Randy, Chuck, Rand, Chuck, are you guys hooking up live on broadcast uh, TV? There, well, guys... I'm
2: sitting
3: here in the parking. I'm sitting here in the parking lot at Key Bank. Um, <laughs> right. and,
4: right. I'm, at.
5: and I'm on Lincoln, turning right, so I will be with you <laughs> in 30 seconds. And Chuck, um, <laughs> the car is up on or the show is up on the audio in my car, so when you get in, you can disconnect. I'll just shut up and let you guys finish.
1: There you go. And and hey, Randy, if the out. FBI. <laughs> The FBI agents who are doing surveillance on both of you, now they know where to go. So That's
4: right.
1: (laughs) You can do that, too. Okay, well, now I see we have Dr. Jack Schaefer with us on on the Zoom call. Um, Dr. Schaefer, um, he's he's our acupuncturist guy. He's he's the guy we go to. He's with Mountain West Wellness Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine. And we are thrilled and, and honored to have him as a new sponsor of the show. So, Jack, Dr. Jack, first let me say thank you for your time. Appreciate it today.
0: Wow! Thanks for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be here.
1: Yeah, we had so to just give everybody a little bit of um, background. So my daughter Jennifer, um, her boyfriend um, Seth Drake, who doesn't live here anymore, but he was our acupuncture guy. I'd never done acupuncture before. wasn't even really sure what it was, and kind of went to see him to be supportive. I got to admit. And then three years, five years later, you know, saw him regularly. Chuck can now, play, you know, Chuck, are you, Chuck? My hey, Chuck, just pipe? it. <laughs>
4: Into the uh, corporate mobile.
5: Get into the corporate mobile, which is a white Prius. <laughs> it's a white Prius, <laughs> and um, so California,
1: California, California plates. plates. California plates, yeah, oh yeah. Bernie- FBI surveillance agents, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jack, why don't, well, I'm going to sort of, and then Chuck, you can chime in in terms of what he's done for you. But why don't you tell? I just have to say. To anyone out there who hasn't tried acupuncture, and I'm just going to highly recommend Jack, um, but it, to me and, and Chuck, it's been life-changing. I mean, I'm 64. I like to run. I like to eat. And so I need to run so I can eat. And I've had various aches and pains. And really, thanks in large part to some of the stuff that you, Jack, and other people have done with the acupuncture. I mean, it's it's amazing. So why don't you let people tell, a little, tell us a little bit about your, you know, Chinese medicine. Oh, let Why me, let me
4: give it? my endorsement also. Okay. Julie, let me give my endorsement. I mean, I, okay. I'm 39. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I've, had, <laughs> I've had four hip operations, total replacements. I've had uh, my knee replaced, uh, both my shoulders replaced, my elbow. Um, and the only gol- only sport I can play, I used to play every sport, but I played rugby till I was 30 and crushed everything, uh, is golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to play golf, you got to have a back. That, that it's not stiff and and hurting um, and I went to uh, I went to Jack and I you know I was just amazed how great I felt after I mean literally I hadn't felt that good for 30 years 30 years yeah. um, it's just amazing he's just a tremendous acupuncturist and and he's just somebody who can work miracles for you um, and, and I think a lot of people don't know about acupuncture and assume, that it's
1: um put your seatbelt on. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is again the live is live is <laughs> interesting so jack why don't you tell folks mountain west wellness yes, advanced acupuncture and chinese medicine while well, chuck is buckling up for safety um why don't you tell us a little bit about your your you know what it is that you do
0: yeah sure i'm, I'm happy to um I, again thanks for thanks for having me i'm i'm really i really appreciate the the, the time here on a Friday afternoon to chat with you guys. You know, um, so I'll tell you a little bit about my, I have a, my clinic, we've had this clinic here for 20, going on almost 23 years now. Um, before that, I actually practiced in Portugal. And before that, I actually lived and practiced in China. And I used to work at a hospital in China. And so, you know, it, I, my view on medicine is is maybe a little bit different than most people in that I see medicine as a continuum. You know, at one end, you have eat an apple, and at the other end, you have maybe, you know, total hip replacement surgery. And you always kind of start at the apple end and work your way up. I think a lot of times people jump into the deep end too quickly. You know, they jump onto some, you know, some medications, some vaccination, something that, that isn't quite They're not quite sure about it. They don't really necessarily need for them as a person. And so I think if we work our way up in intensity, then we end up finding something that maybe is less intense, less side effects, and it's easier on people. So my, my approach though, to this is, is I do a kind of a mix of, you know, kind of traditional kind of classical Chinese medical theory, but I layer everything on top of modern research. And so there's there's quite a bit of research around herbal medicines and acupuncture and electrical el- electrical appliances used with acupuncture, and so what I do is I layer all that together, and then we end up coming up with a treatment strategy that's that's um, usually more tested, time proven, kind of together, and we end up with something that works really well this way. I don't I don't tend to do things in in the woo-woo fashion. I like to. Yeah. To make sure everything makes sense. And so I'll do, you know, regular what's considered orthodox acupuncture or dry needling, or I do injection therapy or, ele- you know, frequency specific electroacupuncture, which is pretty heavily studied right now. Um, I think medical device companies are really interested in the idea of electroceuticals. And so if they can find a way to make money on, yeah. then they're gonna. And yeah. the, the benefit for somebody like me is I get to look at their research and I'm, and I can kind of hack it and make it fit into a clinical setting for just an average person.
4: Well, and I would just why say, you, oh, go ahead, Chuck. Okay, why don't you find how acupuncture works and how electric uh, therapy along with it is so effective?
0: That's, that's a great question. You know, I mean, I have to be honest with you. it Nobody knows completely why. We know why some things work, you know, there's some research around different points will make your body release different neurochemicals, or make the muscles relax, or um, make your body produce more of its own painkillers, or more of its own uh, uh, muscle built in muscle relaxers or whatnot, that kind of stuff. We do know that with some things. But for example, why it might help with a stomach ache, uh, it's hard to say nobody quite sure why that works. We just know it works, yeah. but maybe when it comes to something like uh, depression, there's, there's definitely pretty good research that around using it in certain areas on the scalp, we can produce more serotonin in your own brain. So your body is making its own chemicals rather than having to take something.
1: Well- and I can just say, I you know, again, I didn't really know very much about it, but I, I, all I know is when I go to see you, my hamstring is so sore, I, I can barely do a squat, right? And then after I see you, I'm back on the running trail. Uh, I mean, it, 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 the I think, I really, I cannot highly, more highly recommend, you know, Jack, that you know, Mountain West Wellness, because it, it speaks for itself. It, you get results there. And I think if people, can you maybe real quick address some, some of the maybe the misconceptions that you think people might have people like me before you know I started doing it
0: sure sure I mean I'll tell you what like them the most common thing I think people are they think is that it hey it's not gonna hurt <laughs> but sometimes yeah. sometimes it hurts and it, it hurts because yeah. your body's nerves are mad right you know so you know sometimes you it feel it'll feel a little it's achy or sore but it shouldn't be painful you know so that's one thing. The other thing that people tend to think is it's all placebo, and that you know here's an interesting thing about placebo. You know, people always poo-poo placebo as if it's something bad, but the truth is, what does placebo mean? It means that your body is healing itself. Uh However, you got there, it's being it's tricked into healing itself. Good point. The power of prayer, the power of your mind. I don't know, but whatever it is, your body is doing the work. So, in my book. I don't really care as long as it gets better.
1: As long as it works.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a little bit of that too. People sometimes think that it that there's nothing really going to happen, or they they really feel like there's a, a whole really woo-woo component to it. And there there are definitely those folks out there who take a very kind of almost a voodoo-y approach to this. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I I just want to see people get better. So I don't really like to mess around if If we're not really seeing results and we're not getting it in a tangible, um, replicable way, then we need to move on. Well, and this is
1: from Dr. Dono, um, one of our listeners um, who does a lot with holistic medicine. Dr. Dono, if I said that right, she says the body's full of electrical charges and knowing which way to manipulate them and how often, often spells for a better outcome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, there's a study, um, I I hate talking about studies on things like these because it can get really messy. But there was a study, um, I don't know it's, it's been within the last 15 years or so, and they, the study they took and they would stick the acupuncture needles into different spots and they found that because of the ferromagnetic property of the metal needle, they could affect the electrical system in that area and your nervous system would work kind of like a gland and secrete, secrete different chemicals. And if they used like plastic needles or coated needles, they wouldn't do the same thing. So there is some odd influence on the electrical system without even adding a battery to it, but (laughs) but adding, adding a a specific frequency machines, definitely can crank the, the, the power up quite a bit.
1: Okay. Well, what is, I I mean, Chuck, do you want to jump in there? Are you still with us?
4: Uh, I was love to hear a little bit about, about other parts of uh, traditional Chinese medicine, including the herbs and Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. So, you know, I'll tell you what, the way I was trained, I'm, I do a lot of acupuncture and partly because that's what people ask for. But to be honest with you, you know, I was trained more like a traditional Chinese physician in that we, we have lots of tools. And so we look at a problem and then we figure out, well, what tool in the tool chest is gonna fix this problem? So rather than using duct tape and a hammer to fix every single problem, you know, you, you pick the right tool. And so in the tool chest we have, um, we've been talking a little bit about acupuncture because that's the most common one, but I do uh, we use the electrical style acupuncture. we do uh, do dry needling or orthopedic acupuncture, we also call it. I do a lot of injection therapy too. so we'll take and we'll use different herbal extract substances or um, you know vitamins or whatnot, and we'll inject them into acupuncture points or into joints or sore muscles as a way to get people around different pain problems or whatnot. And it's cool because it, it, they don't get the side effects of something like cortisone. And so we can get more benefit with less chaos that way, I think, because okay. there's limitations in cortisone. Like if you have diabetes, you can't do cortisone, you know, that kind of thing. But then on top get... of that, the other thing I also do is um, I do, I'm, I'm trained as a, an herbalist. And so we'll do com- custom herbal medicines for people so rather than get, if somebody has a, a cold or a flu or, you know, the, that funny virus thing that went around last couple of years, or, <laughs> you know, there's lots of really interesting ways we can treat that. And what we do is we design herbal formulas for people. So I'll look at what's going on with somebody. We'll do, we'll do a um, whole exam series, and then we'll design an herbal formula for them. That's usually anywhere from three to about 25 different plant substances, that we compound in the clinic or, and then they're, they're down to the gram, both the ingredient and the dose. And so people end up getting something that's real specific for them. And it, it minimizes side effects that way because it's not one size fits all.
1: And, you know, and I can, let me speak to that too. And, and I know we only have you here for a few more minutes, but, um, I found that I mean, there's an herbal tea I take that not you, but Seth, but you do the same mm-hmm. thing, right? That I don't know what it does, but it just relieves joint pain way better mm-hmm. than Advil does, right? And I had mm-hmm. asked you; my throat was getting like ah, uh, and you said, oh, "Okay, here," and you gave me something, and, and it's, it took care of it. And <laughs> I think so often we turn, and particularly used to Western medicine, right? You know, we want to go to the pharmacy and go get something and some drugs and stuff, and then instead you can take a, a, a tea um, that does much better. And like you say, it doesn't have all of these other side
0: effects. Yeah. I think one of the nice things about it too, is that, you know, because it's, it's made specifically for you, we able, we're able to dodge side effects and we're also able to make sure that it treats everything that's going on. So you don't end up in that game where you're doing polypharmacy where it's, I got a pill for this and a pill for that and a pill for right. this. And I got a pill for the side effect of that problem. It's really just, everything is kind of knit together in a, in a smooth way. It's much less complicated. much less chaotic and we're able to keep the dose of things down that way too because I don't know if you if this happened to you or you know somebody you know but sometimes when you're on a medication for a long time they have to keep increasing the dose to make it work yeah because the you start to get um accustomed to and your body starts kind of it's like okay, this is this is what this is, and I'm not going to deal with it anymore. And you have to you habituate, right? And so we get around habituation by constantly changing things. Ah, well, so okay. I can use one substance that does something, and I can replace it with another one that does the same thing, but because they're different substances, you're not going to habituate. So we can keep the dose really low. Okay, and when it comes to medicines, dose is the the magic around side effect because. Everything will. Everything is dose related. You eat enough apples, it'll give you a problem.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right.
4: Well, let me, Jack, just well, ask could, you. Could you go? go minute, Julie, could you go into a couple of things that? that uh, uh, pain is obviously one, but uh, I know acupuncture amazingly works for infertility and, and lots of other things. You kind of go up the broad range; it might
0: be a benefit. Yeah, you know. So I would say like as a, as a practitioner in the West, and this includes when I lived in Europe and practiced there, the number one thing people would come to see us for is pain, And I think that's just because what people are used to. But like you just mentioned, Chuck, the, there are tons and tons of other things that we treat. So on a daily basis, you know, I probably have at least one fertility patient a day there's usually somebody we're treating for a heart disease or heart-related conditions. Or there's usually somebody in there for lung-related problems. There's almost always somebody for a digestive problem on a daily basis. So we what we usually do is we look at what's out of balance inside, like how your organs aren't playing nice together. Mm-hmm. And if we can figure out what's out of whack, why your stomach is, like say say what what's causing your reflux, you know, because. The, the truth of something, say, like acid reflux is, I can think of probably 10 reasons why people get acid reflux. The problem is with something like acid reflux is the cause, the causes vary so much that the cures have to vary too. And so if you take the wrong cure for the wrong cause, it actually can make it worse. Or, you know, at best case, do nothing at all, you know. Right. And so we, we try and figure out what's why something's short circuiting or why it's out of whack. And if we can, if I can figure it out, I can almost always figure out how to reset it, you know?
1: Okay. Well, Jack, let me ask you, how can people find, cause we're going to be talking, you know, your, thank you for being a sponsor of our show. How sure. can people find out, you know, get more information if they want to maybe schedule an appointment or a co- consultation, how do they do that?
0: Yeah. So um, for your listeners, one of the things that we decide we do is offer a free consultation and evaluation for the month of October. And so all you have to do is just say that you, that people heard about us on your show and then um, we'll set them up with a 30 minute consultation. The best way to do that, you can reach out to us through our website. It's mountainwestwellness.com okay. or you can always call to um, 303-499-1633. But reaching out to us through our website is probably the easiest thing. It's Mountain. Yeah, you guys have
4: a great website. All right. Well, uh, hey, listen. Hey, well, the only one other thing, uh, jackson boulder but it's it's easiest
0: you can get to in boulder oh I south mean, side of just, boulder
4: yeah 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 table mountain road you, you know you just right off 36. The minute you, yeah minute you arrive and you're right out so i mean it's really it's really convenient even if you're in denver it can be
0: extremely convenient yeah we have we have, we have people that drive all the way from colorado springs you know it's 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 a it's a hike for some folks, but it's worthwhile. We put the clinic there because I used to live in the mountains. <laughs> so it was it, it was halfway it was halfway between where I was comfortable. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, Jack, thank you so thank you for what you do for me and Chuck. And hopefully you can help uh, It's my
0: pleasure. One.
1: All right. Thank you for your time too. Yeah, All right. Thanks we'll for see, having me. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank All right, you. There. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. We've had a ton of puff-ups. Steven is having a total knee replacement. Steven, good luck with that. Um and, and I again. Know yeah, you had Chuck, you had one of everything's pretty much. So <laughs> let me, we've only got a couple of minutes. I kind of want to wrap it back up and guys, we had a ton of great comments um, on the Ron Hanks thing. I think, um, you know, Chuck, you know, I think you, you and I are kind of in agreement. I know you're riding with Randy, so hopefully he'll let you, uh, but you know, you're kind of, <laughs> you're sort of, you're sort of thoughts. As I said, I'm, Deciding, but I, I encourage people to go to org if they haven't already and read Ron's letter um, because it's not lobbing a hand grenade. Maybe it's, you know, if you're a rhino, obviously you would think that, but I think it's it's pretty well thought out. And I think, you know, it, it, it certainly gives you something to think about, Chuck, don't you think?
4: Yeah, people can make up their own minds. Uh, and I, I, I really wish I was more enthusiastic uh, about Joe O'Day and, and Pam Anderson and some of the other ones, but that's what we've been dealt. So you got to check your conscience and decide what, what's best for you.
1: That's right. Okay. Well, listen, Oh, real quick. Cause you, you weren't there in time. Tell people very briefly, cause we guess out a minute. I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. How was that?
4: Oh, God, it was great. I went up there with Randy and a lot of Patriots and got to talk to, to Kyle for about five, 10 minutes. He's uh, going through the civil trials. Now, all the families he shot, uh, the person in self-defense have now sued him for wrongful death. And I'm doing a wrongful death suit uh, where it's the exact same thing, where if you look at the video, you know that Kyle was doing self-defense, but the attorneys for the plaintiffs watching, it. oh, no, no, don't pay any attention to that. You no, know, yeah. your eyes are deceiving you, you know. He, he was the aggressor, sure, sure he was. So it it was great talking to them, and and it was a a really fun gathering. It was was some really neat people.
1: All right. Okay. Well, listen. That is going to do it for us, Chuck. We've got to. We've got to let you go. You and Randy drive safe. Like I said, Chuck and Randy are like the A-listers anymore. We'll have a report um, back on the the Matt Gage, Lauren Boebert, the gathering you're going to now in the Springs. Um, and I want to thank the great guys at BBS as always. Thank you to everybody on Zoom. We had a great crowd on Zoom today, and all of the comments. Um, and Ron Hanks too. I'm sure we'll be talking about that again. Um, that will do it for us for Party Friday. We will see everybody on Monday. Everyone have a wonderful Wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.